Hi there, and welcome to another episode of MDPC's Lenten Storytelling Podcast. We have been sharing real-life stories from our community. These are stories of hope, tragedy, and everything else in between, and how God is faithful and present even in our hopeless places. For this episode, I'm your host, Tara Reynolds. Today on the podcast, we have my good friend, Michael McCormick. He and his wife, Kelsey, are both longtime members of MDPC. He was baptized, confirmed, and got married here. Michael graduated from Memorial High School in 2004 and received his degree in ocean engineering from Texas A&M in 2012. Giga mags. It's been nothing but a joy getting to know Michael over the past few years, and he and his wife, Kelsey, have been faithful servants and volunteers in all sorts of different capacities at MDPC. I'm really excited for you to hear Michael's story today and how repentance and turning to God for guidance and help always fulfills us and brings a joy unlike anything we could ever ask or imagine. Michael, let's hear it. Thank you, Tara, for that introduction. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, MDPC and whoever is listening, for giving me the opportunity to come today and talk a little bit about repentance for the Lenten series. As Tara mentioned, I've been a part of the MDPC family and community for a long time now, pretty much my whole life. I've known God's love and His place in my life for a long time, but that doesn't mean I've always sought Him and His guidance. Uh, so for repentance, the the story I picked out uh, relates to really my first two years I was at Texas A&M. So I transferred to Texas A&M when I was 21 years old uh, after spending about a year here in Houston working and then the two years before that at USC in California uh, after graduating high school here at Memorial. And the first two years I was at Texas A&M, I had uh, just a few things I was involved with really distract me from my relationship with God, but more from seeking his advice. And uh, involved, I had a family health concern that came up, uh, a serious girlfriend at the time, she had a big health concern. And I got very heavily involved in fraternity operations there at the school on top of schoolwork and everything else I was supposed to be doing. And during that time, I thought that a lot of what I was going through were things that I could handle myself. You know, they were trivial in the eyes of God. They were just my things. They weren't worldly things. They weren't these big things that I felt God should be dealing with. You know, not this stuff. I can handle this stuff on my own. And so over those two years, uh, while we had some successes, you know, the fraternity ended up being pretty good. Uh, we had some successes there. Uh, my girlfriend, who I, you know, not dating anymore, wasn't dating at the time even, she ended up getting over her health concerns. We got through that. And my family's health concerns kind of moved along the road. But at the end of those couple years, I, I, I myself internally felt very empty and very uh, mentally just un, unable to cope with a lot of these things and just exhausted, mentally exhausted at the time. Um, And really those whole two years, just very mentally exhausted to the point where I had let other things slide on top of not just my faith. I had let a lot of my schoolwork slide. I just couldn't deal with everything at once. And what ended up happening was I was put on scholastic suspension. So I essentially got kicked out of school for at least a year. And that year I knew that I had to figure something out. I had to figure out what I'd what I wanted to do with my life or what the purpose of my life was, what direction I needed to take. And again, I I had not forgotten God at all, but I just hadn't sought his help. And 
there were a few things that happened that year that made it very clear, you know, I'm, I'm here. I want to be part of your life. I, I want to be in your life and you, I want you to seek me. So again, there were a couple things that happened, but the major thing that happened was I got, uh, the eye-opening one was I got a ticket for going 71 miles an hour in a 70 zone. And I got pulled over by an officer, learned that my license was also suspended at the time uh, for a parking ticket I had no idea about and hadn't paid in College Station. And I could have been taken to jail. Uh, thankfully, I wasn't. Uh, but it was, for me, that was the very, the very clear one. Hey, you know, I'm, you, whatever you're doing is not, is not what I want you to be doing. And I want you to, to come back to me. I want you to really seek me in everything that you're doing. And I said, oh, okay, I, I got it. I got it. This is, this is it. And so from that moment going forward, I really made a much, a much more concerted effort to seek God in everything I was doing, to seek his advice and seek his counsel and really fill up on faith first before I tried to give to other people whatever I thought they needed. You know, I really needed that help through God. And I turned to him uh, from that time, and I've really made a concerted effort since then to turn to him in everything I do. And it blossomed into something I, I couldn't, I couldn't have, have thought of at the time. Now, I still struggle from time to time like most people do, but I really make a concerted effort. And I was able to get back into, back into school, graduate uh, with an engineering degree there. I met my wife, who, who Tara mentioned at this time, is also a big member at MDPC. She's been a longtime member here too. And the relationships especially that I've developed since that time have been much more deep, much more meaningful, much more connected. I know Tara, me and you have been good friends now for a while with my wife, and we have a lot of relationships both here at the church and outside that I feel like people actually care about me. Um, and I didn't have a lot of those relationships during that time period in my life. They were much more surface level. And so turning around and looking to God for that advice and seeking him, no matter if I thought it was trivial or not, you know, it's that learning that he, he cares about me no matter what it is. There's nothing that's too trivial for him because he can help us with, with everything. Uh, just really has given me the opportunity to do more than I could have imagined. I, I do more on a daily basis and I have more on my plate now than I ever did at that time in my life. But I feel much more full every day. I feel fulfilled. I feel very alive and I feel much more capable and I credit a lot of that to working his work through me rather than uh, my work, you know, trying to just glorify him, but actually working through me has just given me the ability to do things I would not have thought I could have done just by myself. So uh, that's a, the condensed version of my story. As Tara knows, I can go on for a long time if I wanted to, but that's the condensed version. Uh, if, if anybody out there that's listening wants a longer version, I, I enjoy sharing my story. Uh, my faith journey with people. Uh, so feel free to come and ask. And uh, again, thank you, Tara, for this opportunity here. And thank you, MDPC and whoever's out there for listening. Thank you for listening to Memorial Drive Presbyterian Church's Lenten podcast series. You may also want to check out Kids These Days, a podcast series for parents by Rachel Poiskey and Tara Reynolds. To learn more about our church, visit mdpc.org.